Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Lens, where the perspectives are raw, wild, and it can get explicit. So let's get right to it. You're still looking for vehicles? I'm so sick of doing this. It's so frustrating. Mm. You're giving me ideas. Well, that's good. I'm not looking at just one thing. I've been so set on looking at the explorers. I've been losing my mind. But I don't like Toyotas. They'll last forever if you take care of them. This one's 21000 I try to stay in the same... Price range is that piece of shit out there. I want to tell you a story. Okay. Phone's down. Are we recording? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you tell me we were recording? I did the same thing to Nicole. Oh, you're rude. <laughs> um, my I want to talk about my week. And I thought, what better person to talk about it than somebody and, you know, let somebody know who hasn't been a part of it know. Because Nicole pretty much knows everything that happens yeah. all the time. So I'm going to start with what happened to me on Tuesday. Tuesday, I woke up, went to work. It was my dad's birthday. I was super excited to be the first one to tell him happy birthday, right? Yeah. Went perfectly fine. Had Liam with me. He's riding around in the dump truck, enjoying the day. I love that. And we <clears throat> made it to um, a drop-off. And stopped at the gas station so we could get something to drink and have a potty break. Um, we ended up we ended up on two forty two, and there was a truck that passed us. Like a regular pickup truck. Yeah, regular it- pickup truck okay. passed us right before I turned into the construction driveway to go get another load. Well, there was a car that was sitting on one of the side streets coming out of the neighborhood, got T-boned. Oh, my gosh. I was uh, immediately, I, I, I the phone was like right here because I have it um, up on my windshield mm-hmm. and, or not my windshield, but the, the triangular window, which I love. I wish they would bring back in all the vehicles. <laughs> I know, right? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm yelling, Siri, call 911. And, <laughs> of course... She did, and they did. It does a countdown. I didn't know that. Like, it's not an immediate call, it does a countdown. And that's weird. Yeah. I guess in case it's not an emergency, I, mean, I don't really know. Like an accident. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, on the phone with 911, and I tell Liam, stay in the truck, and I run across the street. One thing that I don't think a lot of people understand is if that if you're CPR certified, you're required to stop. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to, I guess they're not going to know if you don't stop because I don't know. We don't know who the hell was passing by. Right. But I couldn't in like my conscience, like not do something. Right. And ran over to the truck, helped open up the doors, you know, and I'm on the phone with 911 the whole time trying to explain everything that's happening. People are getting out of the truck and it's flipped over. Because I watch it flip over. Oh um, it tumbles a time or two. And <clears throat> there was a uh, another woman who was trying to get um, the toddler out. I think it was like there was about, a toddler in about there? one year old in the other car. 
the one that got T-boned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And the mother was unresponsive. But what is the first thing that you're told if you are in an emergency situation? What do you do with that person? Well, I assess the situation first. You always make sure the scene is safe for you to act and everything. And the same thing as you did, my, my instincts would kick in and I would just, I would get out to see if I could help. Well, when you, when you approach a, a person that's in distress, I call 911 immediately. Do you move them? Do I move them? No, no, no you never move them. I got cussed out by some strange guy named Brian because I kept screaming at him not to move her because it, she was in bad shape. So <clears throat> luckily a nurse and an ex firefighter came by. Well, that was a blessing. Oh God. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why that is in just a minute. So the, they, I let 911 talk to the nurse because she can tell, you know, medically and I guess, um, the medical language, you know, Mm -hmm. use words like laceration and, and, you know, it's like two inches or whatever, you know? Um, so she's doing that there. My phone lands in the floorboard and there's blood everywhere. It's bad. It's really, really bad. Um, I believe when I talked to the woman's sister, she said that she had like an eye globe. She had to have eye globe surgery. She had a couple of strokes. She had to have a piece of her skull removed to relieve the the swelling of her brain. Broke broken ribs, pelvic injury, which was very apparent. Um, legs and uh, some other, oh, she had some really bad, she was bleeding a lot. So anyways, the guy cussed me out and I cussed him right back out, you know, and that a lot of people, I think in that, in that moment, whenever you're being attacked and you know what the right thing is to do, you, you tend to stand your ground firm absolutely, instead of being like, sir, you didn't need to talk to me like that. I told him, I was like, you don't tell me shut the fuck up. And he ended up leaving the scene. Well, that there you go. I told him, I was like, you need to leave immediately because that's what 911 was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it felt like forever before emergency services arrived. Yeah, it always does. And I, it, after all this is done, you know, and I'm reflecting on everything that happened, I think it felt like eternity for emergency services to show up when I was in the, you know, in the ditch holding Sean whenever he was dying. Mm -hmm. Like it, it felt like it took forever. And I don't even know, like, I can't even tell you how long it took either one. Um, the people in the truck, one of them was pregnant. (gasps) Mm -hmm. They're, they were all, they were all fine. The baby, the toddler that I was telling you about, fine, had some minor scratches, was in the car seat. Oh, God bless it. You know, they had to use the jaws of life to cut mom out and transport her. So the nurse and the firefighter, um, the three of us stayed at the scene, obviously, because we had to. You were um, witnessing it and everything as well. Give a statement. Well, definitely for me. And DPS kept me. And I was there for like five and a half hours. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
I didn't want to, I didn't want to go anywhere. And I felt bad. Like my blinker was still on and everything because the school bus driver in me was, you know, we stopped, we start using our yellows at 200, was it 200 feet, it's right? 200 feet, yeah. yeah. And so I know I was well before that <laughs> because I'm in a big old dump truck and, and, uh, I go slow anyways. Right. In it. Um, driving safely. So I was really, I was really pissed off that somebody couldn't wait five, 10 more seconds for me to turn into a driveway. And this happened because they got impatient. Yes. The truck that passed me is the one that T-boned her. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And of course they come out just fine. Unscathed. Yeah. And like, I wasn't turning into the driveway yet. It was prior to me turning into the driveway. It was, it, it, was, was you, it was you waiting for a safe opportunity to turn your vehicle. Yeah, I was checking my mirrors. Like I was looking over here because I needed to make sure there was no commercial vehicles coming, you know, already down the road that I was turning onto. Mm -hmm. And then I looked over and I saw him passing me and I was like, dumb motherfucker couldn't even wait a minute. Jeez. Well, luckily and you, as soon you weren't dropping off a kid in your school bus because that kid would have been killed. Yeah. And as exactly. And as soon as I like turned the wheel and started to turn in is when it happened. Oh my gosh. And it was like, and I felt guilty for that. And then the, uh, the DPS, I know the DPS officer, he was like, you are not at fault in any of this. We can, you know, we can tell he's out there doing the markings on the road and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I, I got a really good idea what happened. And it looked like she never saw the truck coming. Well, how could she? <clears throat> so I, I got in touch with the sister. Like I did a lot of research. <laughs> I was like, you're an amazing person. I was like, like I that. need, I need a name. I need to know what happened. And I finally, I finally got all that information and got in touch with the sister donated to the GoFundMe and stuff. The baby girl, whenever I walked up to the baby after they took mom and everything, um, the lady that was holding the baby, baby E is what I'll call her. Mm -hmm. Um, I just walked up to her and I was like, Hey sweetie. And I just put my hands out and she latched onto me and gave me a, oh the biggest God. hug, put her head down on my shoulder. Like I started crying immediately and I'm trying to call, you know, I'm like, Liam, call, call your dad, tell him to call Nicole to come and get you. And cause I didn't know what was going to happen. Like I didn't want to leave him in the truck, but there was right. a good Samaritan who stopped and, you know, watched him and he was good. And the nurse are you crying? I'm sorry. It's so sweet. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. This is it. These are happy. These are happy. The nurse that stopped, she had told me, you know, as we're waiting to do our, um, our statements and get blood cleaned up, you know, and stuff like that from the director of, uh, the MT services. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> what is it? The hospital district or whatever. It's probably, is it Montgomery County yeah, Health Emergency? Something like that. Yeah, that one. So <clears throat> while we're waiting, she tells me that that they had a rough morning. She said, I had a goal to get out of the door by 10 o'clock and take my kids to the, you know, like a little splash pad or whatever, water park. And she said, and it was just dragging. It was just a tough morning. She said, now I see why it was tough because God put us in the places that we were supposed to be. Yes. At the moment we were supposed to be. And I, sh 
I don't want to say struggled, but I wondered like, how does, how does that happen? You know, and I'm telling Sean about it and he was like, you're just always in the weirdest places. Like, honestly, (laughs) the weirdest shit happens to you. And even he couldn't figure out. I'm like, I don't know why it happened, but it happened. I still haven't figured it out. Um, so everyone survived. Everyone, including yes. mom. Okay. Thank God. Including mom. I was waiting for you to say, I didn't want to interrupt, but I really wanted to know, was she yeah. okay? Did she survive? That, she did survive. That sounded very extensive. Mm-hmm. Very extensive. Yeah. <laughs> and it and is. my worst thing. I can't imagine, you know, that that's, I'm not afraid of death, but I'm afraid of leaving my children. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if I, if I leave this earth, then they don't have what I do and what I give for them. Mm-hmm. I've been used to momming them, you know, by myself. Yeah. So if I leave, they have nothing. When my oldest one, he'll go to his dad, which has had nothing to do with him his whole life. And my youngest son, he'll go to his dad, which is a psychotic narcissist and is poisonous. My child, the only future my child will have will be prison because that's how he'll raise him. So um, I I feel for others, Mm -hmm. you know, another mom that may feel that way or a baby that might need that mama. Yeah. And while all the screaming was going, you know, you're just going to let her fucking die. And she, she, she needs to be sat up. And I'm like, no, the moment you move her, you're going to open up a freaking artery. That's being, that's being closed right now by her broken arm or something. Yeah. Okay. Don't freaking touch that body unless Unless that vehicle's on fire yeah. or something like and that. Being, or unless you're directed to and eat mm-hmm. and um, 911 was like, do not move her. And then once the nurse got on the scene, then there was a fire, um, uh, ex-firefighter showed up. They were able, you know, to be trusted enough, I guess, through 911 to kind of hold her head up, but didn't like sit her up and all that because she could start ingesting like basically drowning on her blood yes internal you know bleeding. all sorts of different things could happen so that's why you let the professional hand handle it and or take and listen and do what you're told to do because you're most of the time we're not prepared for it you know right. for, because we don't do it every day no you know so kudos to everybody that was involved for sure and they were they were needing stuff anything to help um catch the bleeding Mm -hmm. that was coming because it was a lot and um the firefighter uh he and i both at the same time ripped our shirts off and gave it so i'm running across 242 in a sports bra and just happened to be wearing tight shorts that day and i was like mind your business (laughs) the lady that the the husband and wife that were parked in front of the dump truck because they were behind me mm-hmm. um when they in when it happened um they were you know letting liam know hey i'm just gonna watch make sure you're okay you know don't get out of the truck and stuff i actually ran up to them and was like do you have an extra shirt a towel anything and mm-hmm. she gave me the shirt off of her back oh my gosh mm-hmm. it was a superman shirt how perfect is that? <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs> that, that is perfect. 
Yeah. You know, and you wonder about your weird situations you're in. Ever mm-hmm. since I have met you, you have always been in been put in these weird situations, including in all the situations, the drama and the bullshit in my own life. And you do nothing but fix those yeah. and make them better, whether you realize it or not. You are. Well, you might be one of the very few people right now that think that because I'm not done. Well, keep going. Go, <laughs> go. So when, when you put good things out in the world, I, I believe good things come back. Absolutely. So here I, here I was, I, I wasn't tooting my own horn, but I was just like, man, the, that was just crazy. Like you're sharing your story. It was a rush. Right. And, um, we move on to the, the rest of my day. It was, it was all right. Um, it couldn't be over quick enough. Uh, as soon as the adrenaline like went away, anxiety kicked in mm-hmm. <clears throat> with the anxiety even came, you know, um, I was shaking like I was doing this, um, bouncing my my foot, and so like my leg, and the whole the anxiety, yeah, in, the yes. whole truck was moving. Liam's like, "Mom, you might want to put the brake on or something." Like, <laughs> we're moving, and I didn't realize that that we were. But I mean, we were just inching, right? We were rocking more or less, and <clears throat> yeah, so. Th- the next day, um, I was a lot more frustrated. I was very frustrated. I, I was frustrated because I had to be at work an hour and a half early before the job um, site was even, like before you we were supposed to be there for the job site. I was aggravated um, because I didn't have proper coffee. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. And that's so bad, right? Oh, that's so third world problem. It, it's not. Okay. <laughs> it, it is a legit problem. Okay. Not going to lie. So no, no good coffee. And, um, <clears throat> I was happy that I got to work by myself, which I, I always am. I like being an independent worker. Oh yeah. Me too. And about halfway through the day. No, it was about no it was like 2 40 or so i kept saying three o'clock i'm gonna be done i'm gonna get my ticket signed i'm done i'm gonna get my 10 hours i'm going home i'm, I'm fucking tired i don't want to be here da, da, da. you know just bitching and then <clears throat> i pull back up to the job site and i'm like Fuck it, i'll work till four <laughs> no problem then, right <laughs> you know um whatever i'll do what i have to do i guess and um, so I pull up to the job site, my truck dies, <laughs> it won't start again. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, I think they figured out that there was like air in the diesel line or something like that. Could have been. So yeah, it, no, it, but earlier in the day I had problems with my, um, my air brake and, but that's, it's an unrelated issue. So having them not having coffee then having the problem with the air brake and then all of a sudden realizing I had to work till four and then freaking the truck dying it wouldn't start so I was like I I literally came off of a good high day and then here I am having a bum day and if it couldn't get any worse Lindsay it got worse what so happened? Nicole comes 
and I'm told to ride with her. Okay. She's, we all know she's shorter. She's short. She's, uh, she's on the struggle, the, the struggle dump truck. The struggle. She stutters a little bit. I mean, she knows what she's doing. It's just a little more difficult mm-hmm. whenever you have, um, uh, restrictions that are out of your hands and growth chart, I guess. <laughs> I saw her for the first time <laughs> on her truck. Oh, it was the other day. You know, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool seeing her, but I mean, she is so tiny. I'm like, how does she see what she's doing? I know, right? <laughs> and her seat bounces and stuff. So like, but there is a, it's, and hers is different. Hers is an automatic. So it's like, you don't really have control over, mm-hmm. over the shifting and stuff like you do right. in a manual. But, um, she's still small and mighty though. Nonetheless. Yes, nonetheless, she was frustrated. I was like, you want me to drive? And she's like, yes, I do. I was like, no, I'm kidding. Like I, you're doing fine. You know, I just wanted to try to give pointers, but sometimes it can come out like you're being bossy or like you're right. critiquing and stuff. But for me, it really wasn't. I was like, see what you're doing. Like you were pulling up and like, I'm trying to give her these tips to help her. Mm-hmm. But she's clearly frustrated and um, I go ahead and, and we swap places and I pull up and I tell her, you know, go get, go get the, the foreman to sign the ticket. And she's like, I don't want to, I don't have my vest and I don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, you're not going to get in trouble. Just go do it. So she had a moment of fear and I was like, one day your balls are going to have to drop. And I just yanked the ticket book and I went out there. I was like, hey, I need you to sign my ticket. <laughs> you know? And I came back to the truck and I was like, see, well, then we were going to leave. So I did um, come out of the, the job site area and we were going to pick up the other coworker. And, you know, the truck is stuttering. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I skipped a very important part. Very important part was that whenever we pulled up to the job site, I was like, I can put it in neutral and take my foot off the clutch, right? Because even though it's an automatic, it still has a clutch that you have to use whenever you stop and go. It just helps you shift better, shift easier. The hell? Oh, I'm sorry. It's so supposed to. She's like, yeah, yeah. And she said, um, sometimes it'll roll and she pulled the air brake. So we get on get the ticket signed and we um we go to leave to go pick him up like we just had to come out and then go around and get him no problem well there was some issues and i ended up having to go down to the next uh intersection and do a hoopy who what do you call it a u-turn loopy loop yeah Yeah, had to do a u-turn and i know that i'm going slow I know it. It's a dumb truck. It's different. It's bigger. It's heavier than what everybody else on the road is driving. That's in a hurry to go somewhere. And this guy in this truck just happened come up beside and he's like honking his horn. I'm like ready to go off because I'm having the worst fucking day that I've had in forever. And I like throw my arms up and then he rolls his window down. He's like, your tire's on fire. What? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Everybody at the construction site sees it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I pull over and then, and they're like, get over here. And you were driving with the air brake on. I was like, no, I wasn't. Oh. I touched that air brake and it, I said, what the hell? And 
I was like, I can't believe that just happened. And I'm like, are there real, f-? I sat in the truck. So did Nicole, she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I was like, is it a trailer air brake? No, it was air brake. Oh, it shouldn't have moved. Well, I thought too. Okay. <laughs> this is a dump truck. It's not a school bus. My, my area I don't of know. expertise is school buses. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it was on just enough that it caused uh, issues or if it was on all the way. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, so we had flame and I was like, is there flames? And Nicole was like, should we get out? And I was like, fuck it. If today's the day that I fucking die, fuck <laughs> it. I'm going down with the whole boat. <laughs> um, They got it extinguished and, you know, I... I Oh my gosh. Yeah. I uh, called Sean and of course I'm upset. And he was like, well, given your history, did you think anything different was going to happen? I was like, you just had to go and bring that up. It's like, that's not what I was wanting you to say. My God. When I was 15, I took my dad's Ford LTD Boda ass station wagon (laughs) in the middle of the night and went joyriding. Um, you went boating. I went joyriding all over <laughs> Cleveland. I was I was gone for a long time. I came back late, and he was pissed. And my dad doesn't get pissed easily. He gets frustrated, but it's he's kind of like one of those. Well, it ain't my first rodeo, or you know, mm-hmm. you live and you learn. But he was pissed. Because not only did I show up late, that made him late for work, and he had no gasoline, and his wheels were glowing orange because he put the e-brake on it, and I didn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recall. I know, right? I don't recall anything happening after that. I have no clue. Like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was mad. I'm pretty sure he went to work and I'm pretty sure I probably avoided him for as long as possible. And it, I told that story to our coworker and Nicole, and I think they decided to call me like a fire tire, tire fire, torchy, oh my something. Lord. I'm going to call you shit fire tire from now oh on. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Great story, right? Oh my God. That's really awesome though. It is something to look back on. So, oh, no. that was Wednesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you recording now? Yeah, <laughs> of course. So that was Wednesday um, with the whole break thing, right? And then what do I have down here? Um, do I have something every day this week. Uh, well, Thursday I didn't work and I probably got would get in trouble for some stuff that I did. Like, oh my God, a new Apple watch. <sighs> yeah. I bought secrets. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it is a secret. Um, because he's not going to be like, okay, fine. I just have to go do it. You know, but I paid with it my own money. So, um, and it's funny that I say that because my, my next thing, <laughs> was going to talk about relationships or 50-50 communicate and compassion <laughs> and understand what each other brings to the table. 
Oh, cliche. <laughs> so, but yeah, and then that same day, I got hit with um, Liam. Liam asked me some weird questions on on Thursday. He was like, "Can humans and animals breed?" It, yeah, and I I was like, "No," and he's like, "So like." like uh, a dog and a and a human i was like oh my god stop oh my. A, a dog and, and a human can't breed and then a, you know a, a human wind up with a dog tail and i'm like no they can't breed you can't cross their dna it doesn't work like that and instead of i was proud of myself because instead of being like yeah, how do you handle that? <laughs> Instead of being like, that's called bestiality and all that. I was like, you know what? I said, um, basically, if that was to happen, the human is going to be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> the federal government will come in and they will, they will arrest you and put you in prison and then they will put you in the electric chair. Well, <laughs> how like, do you think mermaids were made? A fish and a human. I know. And <laughs> that, that's the thing that he, he, it's like a fantasy type world. Like, okay, Sean plays this game, uh, wow. And the creatures are weird looking. They're like, oh, I know all about World of Warcraft. I don't, but I've seen a couple of the characters like just glancing at his computer screen. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know? So, yeah. It, and I don't know it's just his imagination and obviously I wasn't going to tell him anything about donkey shows and shit like that but it it was weird and I was like Thursday was going really well until that <laughs> and I was like maybe you need to talk to your dad <laughs> he's like no I'm just saying that if a cheetah and a human that would be the fastest human ever and i'm like yeah that's a very creative mind if he's thinking about it he like, does have a creative it's mind like how spider-man came about and, mm -hmm. and things like that mm -hmm. that's the kind of world we live in i do like the fantasy stuff like satyrs and fairies and mermaids i don't even know what a satyr is well, you've got like your half goats, half humans, half horses, half humans. A minotaur. Minotaurs. That's that's the. There you go. Your half and halflings. That is so weird. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. I don't want to be half an animal. Uh, I definitely don't. I like being. I mean, if I if to if I'm honest, I might already be half whale or half cow. Well, I'm half crazy. Buffalo. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, or maybe full crazy. Some people beg to differ. <laughs> so some of the things that these kids come up with is just amazing. And I'll have to tell you what Liam said today. But we, um, I also put down here about my back talking to people. <laughs> and having the balls to be sociable and unafraid uh, to get what I want and need. And there are some pros and cons to that. So pros... I build relationships with people um, and it seems it seems like the best people in my life are the people that can take my brutality and understand that I'm not being hateful. It's constructive criticism. 
I, yeah, well, a realistic <clears throat> joke. Take taking reality and and laughing about it instead of morning. Oh my gosh, I'm fat. <laughs> when I can laugh about because my son, when he was little, we went to SeaWorld and he was like, "Mom, you you big like Shanamu." Okay. Oh. <laughs> it, it's funny because of the way he said I can laugh about it. Yes, it's depressing. I'm yeah. big like Shanamu, but my baby said Shanamu, and it was just so cute. Yep. So it's oh yeah, same thing no. to me. I can tell you, Liam, when he was younger, he would say, look, daddy, I got smush smash just like you. <laughs> so cute, right? Until he's like, mom, you need to shave your smush smash. <laughs> yeah, not so cute anymore. It's like, it's still cute. damn it, kid. <laughs> not to mention we're out in public, but the I'm sure, you know, he, kids are honest. Uh, all the way around and I try to be as honest as I can too and that leads me into Friday yesterday because today's Saturday right yeah so Friday I got into a verbal altercation I just kind of gave you the rundown of it mm -hmm. and I told you I'll let you read those texts in, in just a few minutes but my there's a pro and, a, and cons that come with what happened on Friday. Like the pro was somebody that I care about, um, was having problems. And I tried like everybody else to coddle that person and be like, Hey, I'm here for you. I'll talk to you. Let's work this out. Um, tell me where you're at. I'll come and get you. And that's what everybody was doing. And this person just kept fighting against that with everyone. And finally, I was like, well, if you're going to start calling people out, then I'm going to start calling people out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start calling you out. And I did. And I spoke the truth about everything that I said. But it, if you read the text, it comes off like I'm being a complete bitch. And that very well may be the case. If I have to be a bitch in order to get my point across, and to get to you the way that you need to be gotten to, then so be it. You know, my sister, Becky, Lord knows that we did not have the best childhood together. We have a great relationship as adults. And she's also learned, like I hurt her feelings a lot because I see more potential in her than what she allows herself to, uh, to show her, like she doesn't show herself the potential that she has. Like she doesn't see it herself is what I'm trying to say. And so, you know, whenever she had kids, um, she talking about having a third kid. I was like, Whoa, <laughs> Whoa, whoa, do, do, do. don't do that look take it from me i had five don't do that like you're not in a position to take care of two like i mean she could take care of them but i mean like she couldn't she couldn't give them the world all the materialistic things that that you know comes with having girls as they grow up mm -hmm. let alone throwing a third in there and then a fucking fourth I was like, you are about as dumb as a box of rocks. I done fucking told you don't be doing this. Now, Keep your legs closed. Yeah, but but now I look at my nieces and my nephew and I'm like, I'm so glad that my sister did that. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad she didn't listen and she had these kids because they are wonderful children. I love I love them so much. Um, but 
I kept telling her she didn't finish high school. I'm like, you need to go get your GED. She's like, I'm not smart enough. I fell. I'm just going to fail. It's like, you don't know unless you try. Mm-hmm. So she did and she passed. And then it was, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for pushing me and all that. And then I was like, well, now it's time for you to get a job. And she was like, like, no, I'm not going to get a job until my kids are in school. And I don't even know what I'll do. And and her kids got into school. You know, all of them were in school. And I finally was like, you need to go get a job. Go to work. It's time. So she did. She started volunteering at the school. And that volunteering, and I told her, I was like, keep doing that. That volunteering led into her being a, a, a para. And then she was in charge of like, um, I don't forgot what it's called, but basically like when a family needs something like groceries and stuff like that, she can issue vouchers and things like that. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. So she was a, an integral part of the, uh, you know how all schools, they have different classes, like you got let's take for instance a woodland school mm-hmm. they they got kids they really don't need free lunch and stuff like that and then what do they call them like title ones or something like that i honestly don't know the schools that have across the board free breakfast and lunch i think one of the schools um in town was like that i'm not sure i know cleveland's <clears throat> like that yes and huffman's like that's that. what i'm saying But then you have other school districts where, okay, they'll do free breakfast, but you have to pay for lunch. Right. And there's other districts. That's what New Caney does. Yeah. So there's just, it's different district to district. Um, And I think it has something to do with the type of poverty level. So anyways, she, she did that. I'm very proud of her. She also realized that she wasn't happy doing that after a couple of years. Uh, she went back to being a para and she, she wasn't happy. It was the work environment. It was stressful for her. So I told her, you know, do whatever you need to do. I'm going to support you. Yeah. But I think that, you know, if you don't figure something else out in the school district, I mean, you're kind of giving up on your future and with retirement and stuff like that. So neither here nor there, she made a decision. She's happy. And she still is appreciative of this day of everything that I have to tell her. You know, she gets pissy with her husband. I'm like, God, give him a fucking break, man. Or, you know, she gets mad at him again. And I'm like, yeah, fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, but there, there was the pros um, to it. The cons to it was that she wouldn't talk to me for a little while because she would be mad because I was right. So this incident that happened on Friday, this person did not like what I had to say and approached me about it like face to face. And I could tell that that person needed more than just stern words. And I hugged that person and that person almost was like caved in, but it didn't last long. So Luckily, that person got some help, but that person also said that I'm no longer, you know, a part of their family. And I don't, that does kind of hurt. That bothers me. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I'm like, well, now you're safe. And you got to know, too, they'll come around. 
Well, I thought that about my kids. I thought that they would come around and they did when they want information. That's the only time that they, they don't like say, Hey, Lindsay, how are you doing or anything like that? It's, you know, they don't even have to call me mom, but it's not like happy birthday, Merry Christmas, you know, none of that stuff. It's, um, was there a park near where, uh, we live that we always went to? Well, I'm going to give you the information that you want because they, they deserve it. But at the same time, I'm like, can, can't you just be like happy Easter or something like that? Yeah. But I take what I can get. And they, I know they all will eventually come back around. I just hope that it's not too late. And that's the thing with that person um, on Friday. I hope that it's not too late for them to make amends and try to rebuild the bridges that were burned. Well, I can tell you this, you know, the situation with that person is different versus your kids. This person is going to get help. And after they get help, maybe they'll realize, okay, and it doesn't hurt for you to put yourself out there, call and check on them. Uh, I know it. She flicked a cigarette in my eye. Well, someone I know ran over one of my family members with the car because they were drunk and they didn't like what they had to say. Well, I mean, I, I forget her. <laughs> I'm not going to like hold that against her for the rest of the life, exactly. her life. But um, I did I, say her flicking a cigarette is far worse than you giving some harsh, truthful words. Yeah, well, just saying. I know that I needed it whenever I was going through all of my um issues it it i didn't know what the hell i needed and i felt like that's what this person was struggling with didn't know what they needed no knows what everyone's telling them that they needed but doesn't know really what they needed and so that's how i kind of felt and i was i was said some some mean harsh things and again there's pros and cons to it and I told my dad today, I was like, I know that I was brutal and I sounded like a bitch, but that's just who I am. And he was like, and I love you for it. And I was like mm-hmm. sitting at breakfast at the holiday inn going, my dad knows me. <laughs> <laughs> he loves me even though I'm mean. <laughs> but I don't know where the mean streak comes from. It's not that. It's for me, I'm learning. Because me and you are like in that instance, when we know we're right about something, we're stern about it because we want what's best for whoever we're trying to be stern with. Mm -hmm. Someone needs this and they need to hear it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's just who we are. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I could change it, but then I think about if I change it, then I'm going to be too lenient or something. And I just don't. The world's going to walk all over you. Fuck that. I'm going to grab it by the balls and fucking ride it. Damn right. That's the only way to, to get through in life is to take opportunities and make the best of it no matter what. The good people, the people that love you, the people that care will stay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's just the way it is. And that doesn't, that applies whether it's blood or water. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That I've learned a lot in life. Blood doesn't mean what it used to. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, it does not. It I'm doesn't. sorry. But I can tell you this much. I know, like, your brother, he will give me, like, if I'm bitching up a storm one day or whatever, he'll just sit there and he'll just, he'll just listen. 
He knows that I'm not taking it out on him. I'm just bitching because I need to bitch because I'm a woman and that's what I do. Yeah, but in the in back of his head, I already know what he's saying. Uh-huh. I wish you would shut the fuck uh-huh. up. And I know that looking at his face because he's just in there. <laughs> then my eyebrows start going up a little bit. He's just nodding his head going, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He does that whenever I'm bitching, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> And he'll try he'll try to give me advice and I'm like, shut up. Shut up, James. I already exactly. know. Exactly. He does that with me. And then whenever it comes back, he was right. He and he'll just again the eyebrows go up and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, shut up. I know what you're doing. I know you're not saying a damn word, but you are speaking very loud and clear. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to be right. But I love it. Silence, I freaking love it. Silence speaks a thousand words. His speak so loud. I can't be silent. I need to learn to be silent, I think. Maybe if I was silent. Maybe if I just didn't care. I told Nicole today, I was like, I'm going to just start being angry and hate everybody because I... Your brother says we can't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, a, a, a friend messaged me that uh, she was basically up in a jam and I was like, what can I do to help? You know, cause she, like, I need your help. And I'm like, what can I do to help? I need $300. And I was like, I don't have $300. And then it was, it starts to go find me. What do you want me to do? Then it was 150. And I was like, Oh, I'm assuming that yeah, I know this person and I know that they wouldn't be asking unless they really needed it. So I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm guessing it's true. You know, you got your your bank card or whatever's lost, whatever. And so I'll front you the money. <coughs> Excuse me. And Sean, thank God, doesn't listen to the podcast because if he did, <laughs> he's gonna be pissed because there again, I was not fifty fifty and open and honest. I just went ahead and sent her a hundred dollars and it was probably about two hours later. I get a friend request from this person and I'm confused. Why? I was like, did you start another account and no response? So then I reached out to a mutual friend and I was like, Hey, did so-and-so um, get hacked or is everything okay with so-and-so is what it was. And like, well, yeah, but, um, we know that they got hacked and I was like, mother. Oh no. Yep. Yep. Got me. Oh my God. Got me for a freaking Benjamin. And thank goodness it wasn't three. (sighs) Yeah. Because I, I would have figured out a way to help. I was like, I'm, I told Nicole and I was like, I'm just going to start hating people. Like I, I can't do that anymore. I, that sucks. So I've, I talked with the bank and the bank is going to dispute it. Um, and they're going to end up getting me my money back. Oh, well, there you go. But I was pissed and I wasn't, I wasn't mad at the person because they had no idea. Right. And apparently it happened to another mutual friend between me and that person. Did that mutual friend do the same as you? Didn't reach out to me and if did, I'd give him a good piece of my mind. I wouldn't be silent. I can tell you that. Um, So hopefully that's all straightened out. And I felt stupid 
because whenever I was talking to the mutual friend, um, they were like, you didn't send any money, did you? I was like, yeah, a hundred dollars because I thought it was legit. The, the crazy thing is, is that this person even, uh, video called me and I saw this person's face. What? Yeah. That's why I was like, okay, it's legit. You know, it was because I was like, did you get hacked? And they're like, no, I didn't get hacked and called me, video called me. I saw that it was them. And then I was like, okay. Wow. I haven't heard of that one yet. Me neither. Undoubtedly, it was like a screenshot, like like, and they did like what these new filters and stuff. Do. I guess so. Oh I don't my know. gosh, that's that's scary. So be aware. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I gotta stop trying to be Captain Save a Ho or whatever you call it. I gotta <laughs> Captain Save a I gotta be done with it. Um, on the ending note, though, I'm glad that I got to spend some time with you and get caught up mm-hmm. with you, and I'm glad I got to gossip with you. I love gossiping with you. It's fantastic. It's and therapy. you're going to find the perfect car. Sometimes it's like men. You got to go through the wrong ones to find the right one. Well, hell, I wish I could give up on cars like I like I thought I had on men. <laughs> that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> I know I can give up on a car. They ain't going to come find me and show up in my life and be like, oh, hey, girl. <laughs> right. I, li- I like them boots. <laughs> well, I think you're... You're in for a good surprise. You'll get what you what you deserve, which is going to be something awesome, I believe. You yeah, do good. You. you take care of my... Maybe my... I should bring you to the car dealership with me and you do it all. Girl, I don't know. The way my track <laughs> record's going this week, you might not want to do that. Hey, hey, your car. You got a good car out I there, do. though. I so, do. just saying. I need some of that. And I picked that one out all by myself. Okay. Sean's normally... I, was, I would always lean on him and... He was like, man, I was like, I'm going to go look at it. And I walked away with it. I mean, awesome. I made that decision. You'll find the one. You'll know the one. Um, it's frustrating. But I don't mind going with you. When do you take it back? I don't know yet. I'm still looking around to see what I might can find. This will be the third time that I've switched the car out. Mm-hmm. And I already told myself, if I bring this car back, I'm just going to go get my money back and go somewhere else. But I'm looking around. I can't find anywhere else. I'm just, it's so frustrating. Very depressing. We'll figure it out. I'll, that's what I'll spend my time doing tonight instead of on Amazon. No, Cause now I'm broke. Hey, you know what uh, you can, cause do. I got scammed. Well, um, I'll say what you can do. I, there ain't nothing we can do. I'm still so infuriated because that lady hit me. She, the insurance information she gave to the cop to give to me was no good. So I had to go through my insurance to do the uninsured motorist and everything. And it's, it was, it's so frustrating because once you go through the uninsured motorist, there's not much negotiation, negotiating a price mm-hmm. and things like that. They're going to give you the value of your vehicle. Mm-hmm which thank God for inflation because it paid off my car that I had for, you know, me financing that one, mm-hmm. but it didn't leave me very much left over. Now that we have inflation, it, I'm having to pay double what I was paying for my good car, mm-hmm. my newer car mm-hmm. with less miles. And it, my, okay. My old car was a 2017, like the one that I got the other day. That I took back already was a 2014 with double the miles on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm paying 415 bucks a month for it. That's with a, a $3,000 down payment. It's crazy. My other one, I didn't, I put nothing down. 
And my credit was the same, everything. See, and that that story right there, that being one of your most recent ones, that that makes me really, really question this whole we do good. Like we do good things. We make sure our bills are paid. We make sure that, you know, we're cautious, that we're aware. Mm -hmm. We try to be as helpful with other people as we can possibly be. Only to be stabbed. And only to to have it fucking rain all over your fucking parade. Like what where's the return? We're not supposed to ask, and I know that, but at the same time, I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Like, like honest to God, what like you, you you literally were doing the right thing. You weren't driving erratically, you were you weren't speeding, you were doing the right thing, and this person was careless and hit you and didn't do the right thing by having insurance like we're supposed to, required by law. Did this person get a ticket? No. And you could smell the alcohol in her breath. She didn't get alcohol mm. tested or anything. See? Mm. And that's why I don't understand it. But at the end of the day, too, I'm, I'm so frustrated because I got, I just got this promotion at work. I'm, I am getting a good chunk more money and everything, but I have plans to buy a house and everything. We still could be neighbors. <laughs> that is still an option in my opinion i'm contemplating just like i am all these vehicles and everything yeah we'll get through one thing at a time yes and everything happens the way it's supposed to happen for a reason i know that people come into your life for a specific reason time it's weird it, it's it, never it on weird. our time it, finding love not on your time damn straight it wasn't <laughs> Hell, my song, I, that the song, I Need Something New Proof, that, or whatever you want to call it, I still say that's that's his song because I still can't get him out of my head. It's been almost a year. I don't know what song that is. Oh, dear Lord. The, I forgot. He, he, he's probably, he'd probably gonna, he's probably going to listen to this and laugh at me because I don't still don't know who sings it. <laughs> it's one of those new country songs. Oh, then no. Yeah, don't. No. Mm -mm. I'll have to Google it. So I'm going to go look at cars for you. And um, I'm going to leave and tie this up with, I know Liam already told you, because um, I made him tell you, because it was just the cutest thing. It was so cute. So he, to, today, we um, were in Arkansas, and we went to the diamond digging mine. That is so cool. Crater of Diamond or something like that. And it's a big old area of dirt that's been like, uh, what's the word? Trowled? Troll? Like, it's a dig site. Yeah, it's a dig site. It's a dig site. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the we got the sifter, and we got you know a, a, a what did they call it? They call it an army shovel or something. Um, military shovel, and little Liam's out there, and he's hunched over he's digging he's digging he stands up and he he puts his hand you know his fist in the middle of his back and at the lower part and he's like my back is killing me <laughs> my back hurts this is back breaking you know he's complaining but he keeps going we're like sit down take a break you don't have to go that hard at it because that's what liam does he goes hard at everything mm -hmm. right he said he stopped and he's got sweat pouring down him oh, poor baby i give him a power aid and he's like dad now i know how you feel i got arthritis in my back <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so love the, it. 
the things that these kids come up with, it, it, I was just like, wow. And there was many times. Was like, now you know how I feel, little man. <laughs> there's There's been many times uh, during this little 24-hour trip that we laughed so hard with him. And then there were times where we were like, dude, just stop talking because none of that's making sense. Or he was uh, excited whenever he saw his, when I saw his face in the mirror, when he saw where we were going, because he didn't know. He just knew we were going to Arkansas. He was like, this is the most bestest place. I highly recommend Arkansas. <laughs> so, or Kansas. Yeah. Anybody gets a chance, I'd, I'd go out there and just spend the day with your family. Take a day and spend with your family. Absolutely. That was a good idea. Yeah. Do they, at least one thing this summer. At least one. Mm-hmm. I can at least say I took my kids to the pool. Yep. And I got a, I got a promotion at work and I got in a wreck. That's what my summer's been. <laughs> well, that, that was basically my week. Let's see what next week holds. Well, I'll tell you what, though, that was an amazing week though, because you were exactly where you needed to be at every spot this week. All right. Well, I'm going to close up. I appreciate you coming out. Toodles. Bye. Bye. As always, I hope you enjoyed the episode and remember to follow me on Facebook, Insta, TikTok, and Twitter at The Weekly Lens for all the latest updates. Thank you. Take care. Until next time.